welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. It's just finished at the John Smiths. It's finished Huddersfield nil. Newcastle United won. What a belter. Absolutely massive win there. Huge. I, I, I can't stress how important this was. A genuine six-point of this. Um, I mean, against Wolves, very, very unlucky to lose it going down to ten men. We needed to respond our home form has been poor the last the last few weeks, but our, it's our it's our away form that's been really inspiring and where we've been getting a lot of the joy. And to be honest, probably because the support has been a lot better away than it has been at home. But we, I mean, let's get one thing straight. This was a disgustingly scrappy, awful, tense football match. If you're a neutral watching that, you, you, you'll have been very, very disappointed with uh, hardly the advert for the Premier League um, that you might have uh, wanted. But but in that in in that result, and Huddersfield, you know this this this, this re relatively recent arch nemesis that we've acquired since the Championship promotion season. You know we lost we lost against them. Uh, one 0 last year, very very early on in the season, uh, but that goal scorer Moy wasn't available today. Uh, their more potent attack attacker Steve Mooney was 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 ruled out. I thought Hogg and Congolo would be ruled out as well, but they both started, um, and they kind of played with wing backs. I think that it was it was basically wing backs versus wing backs, a three man defence each, and it was sort of fairly mirrored uh, by both sides. I, th I, th I thought that. Certainly, first half, Huddersfield were absolutely on top of us. They were all over us. They were the dominant team. They controlled things. Um, I thought Billing was probably their standout. He was very, very good. Just a very commanding player. Um, he's an international. He was all over their set pieces. He had a really good whipped free kick that very centrally in the goal but it was well struck it, it was going in under the bar Dubravka had to match it um, and a lot of his long throws seemed to be a theme for today and caused us lots of problems you can see what they were trying to do they were trying to get the ball into De Poitre who is more of a static striker um, I mean if you think Rondon's a static striker he, he at least has a bit more mobility than what I saw from De Poitre today Alex Pritchard Probably their danger man. Uh, he was very, very tricky, working between the lines. Um, very low centre of gravity, so he's just sort of winding in and out of players. And I thought he might have caused us some problems. Um, you know, if, if ever there was going to be something to come of uh, some of their attacks. But you know what it was in the first half. For all their dominance and for all the fact that they did have plenty of corners, they had a nice uh, shot from Billing from the free kick. I don't think they actually created a very, very many sort of one-on-one -on -one chances. The one time that that did occur, uh, the guy was standing offside, um, and Dubravka saved it anyway, so that was ruled out. Um, in the second half, they had a similar thing where, I mean, they allowed. In fact, the goal would have been very, very similar to the to the Wolves winner, the Doherty wing, winger, where I think it was was it Jota who was just allowed to run at the defence, shot from outside the box. Dubravka parries it to his left and you know it was Doherty coming in to, to, to parry it in and, and in, in the very same way in the second half they allowed a player to I can't remember who it was 
sort of come to the edge of the box, left footer shot hit across, Dubravka saved well. And then Kennedy, who I must say had a very, very poor game today, his passing wasn't up there, he improved it a little bit second half and he got taken off with an injury. So I think first half he was really poor. Rafa's obviously given him a kick up the arse at half time, rightly so. But he's he's basically pushed the guy, not knowing he was offside. And I mean it would have been a blatant penalty. Blatant, blatant penalty, but offside flag went up and he was offside. Um but just before the hour mark, 55th minute or so, um, probably the the highest quality piece of play. And I must say, having seen the entire 90 minutes, it remains the best move I've seen in that game um, that actually came up with the only goal of the game. Um, Newcastle were passing it out of defence. Uh, ball came to share on the right-hand side of our box. And you remember against likes of Burnley where he was lifting balls really intelligently, long balls, but not just hoof and hopes, very precise balls into the pockets, the corner pockets for the likes of Atsu and Perez to run into. And, and I thought Perez and Atsu were both very, very good outlets today. Um, I thought Perez, for a start, was our standout. I think he's our man of the match, Perez. He was absolutely incredible today he was tackling he was creating he was dribbling he was create uh, setting up and the, the the commitment the show was there um played with a wry smile on his face when he didn't get a couple of decisions right i mean uh, he, he really really impressed me today anyway so shares knocked the ball up long perez has anticipated it and it was very very deliberate what this ball from share i can't stress that enough Manquillo. Um, who was playing at the right wing back. Kennedy was on the left wing back, uh, Mankiw was on the right. I always, I, I, I really struggle with it when, it, with, when he's sort of ha having to be called upon as a defender, because I, I don't think that's his strength, <laughs> strangely enough. But as a wing back, not bad. You know, without Yedlin being, with Yedlin being suspended, he, he, he came in and across to the right hand side and he, he perfectly overlapped Perez picking the ball up from Shea. Perez is just, he knows where he is. He's given a shout, fantastic communication from the pair of them. Perez has just done a little, he's on the touchline, Perez, he's done a little round the corner. Manquillo's followed it on. By this point, their defence just isn't set because we've we've struck them with a very direct but very uh, just efficient uh, move. So Manquillo's sort of in behind the defence. There's, there's, there's one defender to, to, to curl the ball around. He does so. And who's there waiting at the back post? Salomon Rondon, my friends. What, what, a, what a run he's on at the minute. Great form. Uh, he, you know he's, you know he came up with the goods against against Everton, and he was just there. He, he anticipated, and he was just there. And what an, what, just a great sliding finish, one nil, and it's sort of very, very much against the run of play from that point onwards. And actually. It was very, very shortly after. Uh, so there was the, the the offside penalty decision, which obviously doesn't matter anymore because it was offside. But 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 very soon, uh, very soon after, midway through the midway through the second half, some great play from Atsu nutmegs a defender. I mean, he he was all over the place. Atsu. I mean, he's he was really putting it about, and he was a good outlet. As I said, he was dangerous on the very few times that we had the ball one of our problems in the first half was that we couldn't we, we couldn't create any coherent meaningful counter-attacks like we had done against Burnley like we had to get 
done against Everton, and we didn't really ask any questions of them at all, like not not even slightly. So the fact that we came up with that very very brilliant, technically brilliant, and clever move for Rondon's goal and and what turned out to be a match-winning goal, and it was worthy of it. It was it was it was brilliant. You had to applaud it. It was fantastic. But Atsu Nutmeg's a defender. Their their line is very very high, and what he's done is he's he basically just curls a ball through for Perez to pick up, and he's Perez has held the line, and he's through, and he we've got players. We, their defence is shot. We've got players in you know in support. He dinks it over Lursel, goes into the net, but the but the but the the linesman's got his flag up for offside, and you're thinking, oh, that's that's tight. Sure enough, you look at the replay, he's standing a yard onside. You can see from the lines on the pitch, he's a, we've been absolutely done. Commentator was kind of suggesting that, oh, well, he's 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 erred, he's erred on the side of caution there, the off, uh, the linesman, by calling offside. No, 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 no. That's not the rule. The rule, as I've, unless they've changed it, I mean, in fairness, they change the offside rule every bloody year, don't they? But the offside rule, for as long as I can remember, has been benefit of the doubt to the attacker. If it's not clear... It plays on, but this wasn't even that situation. It wasn't even that. It just it, it was it was borderline. He was blatantly onside. We've been absolutely done. So he's put it in two 0 at that point, and I think Huddersfield completely crumble. They do. Um, I think. I think they've scored the fewest number of half-time goals. Uh, sorry, second-half goals in the Premier League. I think it was only like two all season that they'd managed. Very very low. Um, and this is, you know, Huddersfield were always going to be a team that would struggle to, struggle to score. This was always going to be a very low-scoring game. But to go 2-0 up would have just, would have just wiped them clear, no tension. You know, like we don't like, you know, Newcastle fans could probably do without added tension because it always seems to happen. But that would have been it. That would have been, uh, that would have been us done. But no, um, was ruled out. And instead, they got kind of, they got their tails up because of that. And I'm thinking, bloody hell! Like we, they've got to help us out here. They really, they really have got to help us out. Um, I forgot to mention that in the first half, the most dangerous player that we had was Fabian Cher. So um, I think he had played a diagonal ball across from. Um, it was from a free kick. You thought that somebody was going to just whip it in straight away. It wasn't. It was played short. Ball diagonally across to the back post. And Cher was in, and, and, and Lursel's made a really, really good save. Um, but you just think, if he squares it across the, the six-yard box, Kennedy was waiting back post, that would have been a clear-cut goal as well. So, whereas I think, uh, so where I was, I was, as I was saying, that Huddersfield didn't really have any clean-cut chances in the first half. I think we did, even though we didn't have the majority of the ball at all. Um, we also had another incident where Atsu had gone through had been played through, but a really heavy touch once he took a, a diagonal turn into the box towards the, the goalkeeper when they collided. It was a it was a fair challenge from Atsu. He actually kind of nicked the ball away to try and keep the move alive, but Lursel was down for a bit, injured. Um, so there were, the, were the few flashes that we had in the first half, and, 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 and the other one was uh, Cher had a, a free kick from just inside um, their half, and he, and he, he went to catch Lursel off, off his line from like 50 yards out. It was really quite impressive, and he was he was only a couple of yards off. Like it was a very very decent effort, um, but that was probably you know those those three chances close we came in the first half. Obviously, 
you know, the counter-attacks were becoming a lot more fruitful for us in, this, in the second half. But again, they just came back and they were just, it was all, it was just bodies. It's bodies that saved us today. An absolutely unbelievable defensive display from everyone. It was battling. And like, like we said before, it was kind of like the, the Burnley game, the Everton game. Bodies on the line to keep them out. Like the Bournemouth game at home as well. Just thrown about, I thought... As I said, I thought Perez was standout for us today, but I thought Cher was really, really good. I thought Clark was solid. Lascelles was a little bit shaky. He, he, he went in for a very, very reckless... I mean, the ball had already gone out, but he went in very recklessly in the first half against against the Poitre, who... I mean, it was kind of a scissor. He, he, I think he genuinely went for the ball, but I think he was also trying to stick a naughty in, bit of afters as well, on the Poitre, and got a yellow card for it, and, the, you know... it. It looks pretty nasty on the replay. It's it's fine. Like it, he doesn't kind of threaten his leg or whatever. And it, it's just not one of them. It would have hurt a bit. But he's a big lad, the Potter, the Belgian. But I thought that was a bit silly. And there was just a couple of shaky moments with Lascelles um, here and there. I think he's still trying to find his feet. But I thought Clark was was was, was canny. Richie was dropped to the bench for this game. Did come on um, a little bit later for Rondon. Um, who and after that Perez was pushed up and, and Perez proved to be a really good outlet up, up there on his own Hayden had swapped in for Key just to, you know because I think we needed somebody more defensive than Key and Key doesn't really provide those those just tackles and and, and, and and interceptions and blocks he's not that kind of player he doesn't muck in like maybe a Shelby would or certainly Diarmi because that's Diarmi's primary function but Hayden was alright I thought when he came on he, he, he did his job well we won a lot of headers um, in the box um, and we really dominated Dubravka was really really solid as well today um, and I just think just it sort of doesn't matter how we play today because it was all about going away from home and getting a result and I think anything but a win would have been very dissatisfactory given that they had Moy out and they had um, Munir who would have caused us even more problems than they did. We just didn't turn up first half, but whatever was said at half time, Rafa got them motivated and we remembered how to play. We remembered that we are technically better than them, I think, pound for pound. Certainly, you know, that proved. I think they have a couple of decent players on the ball. I thought that Bakuna for them was 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 a decent player. I thought he he was quite impressive. He couldn't clear the first man from any of his corners, mind, but which which probably harmed them. But we did get just a load of we did just did get. It, if it sounds like I'm in a car wash, by the way, <laughs> this is just the weather outside the window. So so do apologise if that's uh, that's impeding your hearing what I'm saying. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you don't want to hear me uh, uh, crack on. Um, but in terms of um, you know the, the defensive work. Um, you know, Cher was top of the interceptions on the pitch. Kieran Clark was top of the blocks. Um, Kieran Clark, thirteen out of thirteen clearances. Lascelles nine out of nine. Cher nine out of nine. Kennedy nine out of nine. Mankio seven out of seven. That is our back five, just all over it and just hoofing the ball away and getting it done. Not trying to do anything too stupid. The conditions there, I imagine, were. I mean, it's very exposed to John Smiths and, you know. I think the the wind was swirling around, so it wasn't ever going to be a pretty game, and it's particularly with the the talent on show either. But needs must, and we did what we had to do. Headed clearances, Share Clark, Mankio, like the top, 
the top three there. Like we dominated uh, defensive area. Jules Clark and Cher were up there. Block crosses. You know that we defensively that was just a very very committed performance, and the very pragmatic Rafa Benitez will be absolutely delighted with that display. Like no frills, gets the job done, got the goal when it mattered. Again, we only had about twenty five percent. We only had about twenty five percent possession t t tonight. Again, you know it's it, it's becoming a it's becoming a, a recurring theme that we don't need, and we. You know, we don't need that much possession to actually do much with it. We had 26% possession today. Yet, we managed as many shots on target as they did, five. Yet, they took, you know, twice as many shots to get there. You know, we had, I think we had about eight shots in total. They had about 15. So, they were just, they were a lot more profligate than we were. They were wasteful. They didn't do, they didn't, they didn't do much with possession. And I'm just really delighted because I'm not a big fan of, Wagner, I don't really like. I don't really like his. his, his I don't really like the, the style of football. Um, I just don't think Huddersfield are very good, and I don't think they're very good for the league in terms of um, aesthetic football. Newcastle aren't much better in that respect, given that. But I think that we have the ability to play good, free-flowing attacking football yeah, with a, with a, with a you know with a cautious approach. We do have those players. Uh, Perez really showed his class today. I can't, I can't, I can't praise him enough today. He was just fantastic. Diarmi put another shift in, a very important shift. He wasn't massively on his game. He gave away a couple of clumsy free kicks, and clumsy very much is the word. But if we're looking at the table now, we're now on 16 points. Again, at the top of this mini-league that we've got, we're five points behind... Um, Brighton and West Ham, as the table stands, I think they're to play this 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 weekend. But we're ahead of Palace, who won, and Cardiff and Burnley. But Huddersfield, who have just beaten, are in 18th. That that represents the start of the relegation zone, and we are now six points clear. Whatever happens, ah, oh, sorry, no, we're six points clear currently of the relegation zone. If Southampton and Fulham were to win, though, uh, we would be four points clear. But it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a decent cushion to have. Um, going into you know the, the, the Christmas period now and again we have the standout the best goal difference in that in that bottom table between 14th and 20th those seven teams we have the best goal difference and that was a huge six pointer because if we don't win that Huddersfield are sort of just below us level on on points but probably behind us on goal difference but the for Huddersfield level one points for now to be six points clear of them is, is tremendous. It's absolutely brilliant. It's 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 utterly what we needed today. And I don't think there's much more to say about that. Um I could hear the away fans on on the TV. It was um it was just brilliant. It was it was just that's what we needed. Job done, professional heads on, disciplined, committed. Huge applause, uh, and you know this was going into a huge week for us. We've now got Fulham at home, who currently sit bottom of the table. They may be off the table by the end of the weekend, but as I'm talking to you, Fulham are bottom of the table. We play them at home on Saturday the 22nd, and we need a raucous atmosphere. It needs to be loud, it needs to be unplayable, and we need to give them a really, really hard time. We've battled well. 
Let's hope we can get another three points against Fulham because I think that could bode very, very well for us um, going into January. If takeover speculation is to be believed as well, winning games and being, you know, the probability of, of relegation survival increasing, that's only going to make us uh, a more attractive proposition for someone to, to, to put that bid in and the takeovers. So we'll, we'll see what happens there, but winning games can only, only, only be a good thing on all counts. I'm absolutely delighted. Thanks very much for watching. Uh, please subscribe on, to my channel if, if you haven't already. Please have a look at some of the takeover videos I've done in the last week as well. They're very, very much uh, worth a look. If you're listening to this on iTunes or SoundCloud, please give us a like and, and give us a rating as well. Follow us on Facebook, at forward slash the two network 1892 and of course i'm on twitter at the two network come and check us out there but thanks very much for watching don't forget to like and subscribe and tell all your mates as well i'm absolutely buzzing it's finished huddersfield nil newcastle united one what a bell there come on bye bye <laughs>